One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. So so this is July 5th. Two days ago marked our two two years. Two our years. podcast diversary. Mm-hmm. Is that the mm-hmm. right terminology? Mm-hmm. Our podcast diversity. How fucking incredible is that, right? Amazing. Did you think in the beginning when we started this thing, two years later we'd be looking back and thinking, holy shit, look what we did? No, I thought we'd be divorced. Right? <laughs> I, I kind of had the same <laughs> feeling. No, no. I mean, maybe part of me feels that way. But no, I um, I can't even believe like how far we've come and the fact that we've had the um, support and acceptance that we've had. Well, this, yeah. yeah, the support has been incredible. From all of you who are listening, thank you very much for sticking with us. And for the incredible people that we've had on the podcast, thank you guys for coming on, letting us interview you and so many unique experiences that we've had on here that we've learned about and been able to teach about. I just, I'm like blown away. I think it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, th- and there are people listening who I know have been listening since the first episode. Right. Um, which, wow. How? I mean, <laughs> how did you make it through <laughs> all right. the way to today? Uh, yeah, just uh, the support has, is just unbelievable. And, you know, our friends have supported us in a way that I never expected. Our family has supported us in a way I never expected. And um, so, yeah, I'm good stuff. Super grateful. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Um, and I'm so happy to be sitting here with you right now. Like, I, know. I, 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 I know that every week we say that you have been working so much, but this is, I can't even say it's a day off because you worked a few hours this morning mm-hmm. and then you came home. This is your, literally your first afternoon off in what, five weeks? No, it's seven weeks. Oh my God. Yeah. That's but, been really tough for me. <laughs> I'm sure you have. You're exhausted. I am exhausted. This is really hard on me. Fuck you. This is really hard on me. I know. Anybody, just come take a look around the house, and you can see I have not been God here. damn. I knew that was going to happen. All the kids are like, what's for dinner, mom, dad? Okay. I want to say something quickly for all of you who are home, and this has been on my mind. Um, for those of you home with kids... Um, I cannot believe that it has been, what, five months and I still have to give them three fucking meals every day. Like this is I, I cannot that three meals a day is a lot. It really is. And I feel like it's unfair to be expected to provide three 
meals. Like there are times at lunch where even our 12 year old would be like, what's for lunch? And I'd be like, I don't fucking know cereal. <laughs> well, I, no, like, listen. come on. All right. First what if, of like, all, I, th- it's not a restaurant. The kids are doing just fine feeding themselves without your help. That is so, well, the, where, the, you're not home. I see, well, when I come home, I notice the Entenmann's Donuts boxes are empty. The Milano cookie boxes are empty. All right, we're not starting this on a good note because you're <laughs> pissing me off already. No, it is a lot. Three meals. Like usually, you know, they're gone at school for a meal or two. And even if you have to pack a lunch, it's like, you know, it's different. But or they're at a friend's house getting lunch there or a grandparent's house or like this is literally like I, I can't I cannot stand the feeding anymore. I, I, I understand. Look, I was home for two months under quarantine. I saw it. I get it. I mm-hmm. understand. I know. I don't know. I don't know who came up with three meals a day, but I feel like it should be two meals and 17 snacks. That's kind of like what it is, right? Well, not according to our 12-year-old son who literally like know, sets his alarm is. on his phone and is like, okay, ma. Well, no, he comes up after playing Fortnite until 10 o'clock. Okay, what'd you make for dinner? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then goes back downstairs yeah. to play till four or in the morning. Or he's like, can we DoorDash? I'm like, this is the seventh time this week you wanted to DoorDash. And I see those things, by the way, pop up on my phone when you guys are DoorDashing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not cheap. I know. I know. It's fifty dollars for Burger King, and I know it is a lot. <laughs> it's, it's expensive. Out of control. Okay, so uh, we are going to talk today about twenty twenty, right? We're not going to get too involved about. Well, the we're, ha- we're literally the, the COVID halfway itself. through twenty twenty. On July first, we were halfway through twenty twenty. It's now July fifth, so we are halfway through. The longest fucking six months in the history of the world. <laughs> right. And I just want to give a little bit of forewarning here. We never, ever discuss politics on this podcast. Uh, there, We have our political ideas, very strongly so, but we know that everybody has their different political agendas and ideas and beliefs and so on. We're going to try to keep as much to ourselves as possible at our beliefs about politics, but it might just shine through a little bit through things we discuss. If you follow me on Instagram by this point. I know, but people who listen maybe you know. don't. But I just don't People wanna... who have been listening know. They know our political, I just... at least our so- how, how we feel about social issues. Maybe not so much politics as how we do about social issues. Right, but they might come forth through this episode. Mm-hmm. And I just want to let people know that we're not... Let's leave it at that. Okay. It, it might, you know, sorry if we offend you politically in any way. No, I'm not sorry if we. I don't, know you're I not. don't think anybody <laughs> listening to us is going to be offended by anything we say. Okay, I just wanted to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I wanted to give a little overview though. It, the first six months of 2020, some a few things that have happened. Um, the Australian wildfires. Remember uh, that when was that this was? Year? Remember when that was? I think it didn't start this year, but it went into this year. Wow! And remember that, that was like, like we were all like, "Oh my God, poor Australia!" Right? Which, of course, poor Australia was terrible. Um, Prince Harry and Meghan announced they're splitting from the royal family. Right. Which was big at the time. Where everybody was like, "Holy shit!" Um, Harvey Weinstein finally went to jail. That was this year too, I right? have been fully invested in that story for some time. So that to me was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe died. Right. Wow. All these things. This is good I'm bring- that you're bringing these things up. Um, you forget we, that was this year. We're, we, um, we, we had a, we've had a pandemic going on. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. What else? FYI. 
uh, fucking murder hornets, whatever well, yeah, that I, is. I, I have that <laughs> later that I wanted to bring up real quickly too, but keep going. Uh, I didn't know the the correct terminology for this, so I just put racial unrest, which is obviously a very um, under you know emphasized way of saying what has been going on racially. I know, but unfortunately, that's not a 2020 thing. That's an every fucking year thing. So no, you cannot even uh, no, put uh, it in the same category. As I'm not what putting it in the same on. category, but finally something is coming out about it. But unfortunately, it's it happens every fucking year, every day. Right, it, right. This right. racial injustice. Right. Like and Will Smith said, um, racism isn't getting worse, it's getting filmed. Correct. It's, right. Yeah, it's just more noticed. Yeah. Um, and my last one, which was in honor of you, is um, Elon Musk goes nuts. <laughs> now, first of all, if I may, okay, we cannot understand the intellect of Elon Musk. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> okay. There's, I've, I've said, I think I even said in one of our first episodes where there's this balance of if you're, if you're so incredibly smart, you're so incredibly no. quirky in other ways. Like there's a balance about how smart you are and how street smart you are. How book quirky smart you are. Quirky is the wrong, like I, Bill, Bill Nye is quirky. Right. You know, like, um, you know, your, fi- your guy, Neil deGrasse Tyson, is quirky. Nah, he's just a cool fucking guy. He's okay. not quirky at all. He's just oh. smart and awesome. Oh, I thought he was like a little quirky. No, he's just cool. Okay. Dude, okay. He was a wrestler, Elon a football Musk, player. Quirky is so not the word to use for him. Right. I, I mean, just alone, forget politics. The name of his kid was like 3-17 <laughs> because he's hamburger. so smart we just don't understand like that's uh, why you know umbrella emoji <laughs> I, I don't even know what it was but we, we um, just can't grasp okay the i can't though. even listen to you defend him <laughs> i'm not defending him listen he's doing great and he's doing not so great like he's benefiting us and maybe if he stayed off twitter that would be that would solve things it's just when he tweets i feel like yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Like, keep out of it. Yeah, just, well, not just even keep out of it or just... Make our world a better place and stop there. How about that? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, what was the first question? Uh, it doesn't matter because I did not answer it. Oh. Um. You asked me, in what ways do I think the pandemic has changed me? I don't think it changed me. It just got me more thinking about everything else that you asked me. So, let's just skip that. Unless you have something to say. Well, I think for both of us, I don't know if a lot of other people feel this way. I think it has made us kind of more minimalist, like reassess everything we have. I mean, we've, we're have we already sort of starting to do that before this all happened. I mean, we're being forced to, to, <laughs> to start thinking that way. Right. But I also think that just the staying home and being with our family and um, not being able to spend and... Um, you know, the stuff around that we don't use and just realizing like, okay, we live amidst all this chaos all the time of overscheduling with plans, with stuff for the kids and activities and, you know, social, um, like whatever you call it, engagements and, buying stuff and going out and doing dinners four times a week out, although we have ordered in a fuck ton of dinners. But, you know, just reassessing of hope, Mike, we just have literally stayed home for the past five months and had to completely self 
satisfy right. no, I agree on with more you. than one level. We have not been spending the money that we are used to spending, which is, I think, amazing because, like you said, we're realizing that those are not the things that we need to be doing. Those, yeah, they're extraordinary, and yes, they're excessive, but not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, are we... It would be nice to send the kids to camp this summer, you know, but <laughs> it seems we're paying for that and they're not going anyway. So what's the difference? Right. You know, but no, I agree with you that, yeah, we're realizing what, what matters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Except for a DoorDash. DoorDash matters. <laughs> God, <laughs> I can't stand DoorDash. Instacart matters. DoorDash yeah, does not is matter. Good. No, DoorDash is good because I, uh, one thing I have learned is that I was leaving the house too much before. And um, I was like running out all the times to get kids shit. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I don't ever have to leave the house ever. People just bring you stuff. Right. And that is one thing about this pandemic that has been beautiful is now there's I mean, that's one thing I hope that never changes is this whole curbside thing. It's unbelievable. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's why the silver lining of 2020 is curbside. Well, yeah, I have a feeling this is going to continue for a long time because people got very quickly got very used to curbside pickups and deliveries. And I talked about it before. That's why I was trying to change the way we're doing business in our store, because I want to be ready, set for when people don't want to come in stores anymore, because some people don't. A lot of people do. And a lot of people are very excited to come back. But some people are just going to be very happy with all right, yeah, just I'll pull up. You put it in my trunk and I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it makes me feel connected in a sense to what generations before us have gone through. I mean, we've been, uh, granted, I mean, obviously 9-11 was a, a complete and total tragedy. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to leave that out. But for 9-11, in a lot of ways, we we were empathetic, right? We were so incredibly empathetic for what those people felt in the towers and on the planes and the family members. And obviously it was awful, but it was a feeling of empathy because a a lot of us were just feeling for other people, even though we were fearing in some sense of what was going to happen next. This were in it, like each and every one of us is in it. And I think that in some sense, um, you know, there's a connection to each other about it. There's a connection to, you know, I've often thought about my grandparents, right, who grew up during the Depression and who really struggled and, you know, what what other people have gone through through civil rights and through all these other time periods um, that we've heard about but never really could understand. And now I feel a little bit more like we've been spoiled a lot all these years. I, and now yeah, I, I feel a connection in some sense to what all those generations before us felt and what yeah. and and a connection to each other like for the most part when you see people out and you know that you're all kind of feeling the same way. Well, that's to me is a big difference that really kind of pisses me off about this thing and we're going to get into this more as we continue the episode. The big difference between I was trying to relate, what is this like in our lifetime? What is it, you know, and yeah, 9-11 always comes up because that's the big thing. Where were you on 9-11? Where were you? This is not a one-day occurrence that destroyed, you know, thousands of people. This is, you know, months going. In 9-11, at least for where we live, we're in New Jersey. In our area, it was everybody's in it together. There was no, there was, there was nobody on the outside. It was, we were all in this together. We all hated the enemy. We all 
we were all going to just get together and do whatever we had to do to make things better or feel better. Where this is not, this is a split decision thing. What the ratio is, I'm not saying it's 50-50. You're talking about masks? I'm talking about this whole, this thing in a whole, politically, uh, socially, some people are against it. Some people are for it. Some people think it's fake. Some yes, people think it's... No, I am pro-pandemic. What do you well, mean some people are for it and some people are well, against it? For no, doing, no, everybody's no, against for the do, pandemic. For doing what we need to do to make this a better situation where there's people who think otherwise. 9-11, we were all ready to go to war. We were all ready to right. battle. We were all ready. We were all on the same well, side. Well, that's why when you see somebody without a mask, you well, want to bust something. We, we were all in this together. We were all on the same side. Now we're not. Right, but 9-11 was like, okay, you put a flag on your car. Everybody had a flag on their car, okay. and you're done. Like, what, what else could well, you do? Yes and no. I mean, every but, but there was this sense of we are Americans. We're all, we're all one. And this, we're not. We're mm-hmm. separated. Whatever the ratio is, right? It's, you know, there's people who are against it and people who are for it. I'm not saying against it. I don't pandemic. understand what that means. The people that think it's a conspiracy, they won't oh, wear masks. I see what you're they saying. won't wear. They think it's fake. They, right. They're not going to do what they have to do. They don't right. care. They're in Bill it for Gates themselves. Can, you know, made it in a exactly. Factory. So, so that's where the difference is mm-hmm. in this. And we're, we're, I have more to get into this a little bit later, but it pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 very hard. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of. I, I I think about this thing like when you think about nine eleven, like where were you on nine eleven? Like where were you on twenty twenty? <laughs> like this is a year long thing. Like where were you? Uh, hopefully, it'll be just you know? a year long thing. Everybody's like, I can't wait for twenty twenty one. Well, who the fuck says twenty twenty one? I sure hope so. I mean, I really if, think so. If there I is really a twenty twenty one. Well, okay. I I say and one thing I said, and I really mean it. If if there w- is no twenty twenty one, if this is it, I want to fucking know today because I want to start smoking full time again. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Fucking I will anyway. be so pissed. If the world ends and I have been wasting all this time that I could have been like well, trying all the drugs that I haven't been trying. There is a lot that is potential to happen that could end the world by the end of the year. So just start now. Oh, great. I have a list of Yeah, now things. there's a new amoeba, uh, back to uh, human eating amoeba. Yes, found in China? In, no, Florida. Oh, it was Florida. No, China was a flu. There's a new flu in China. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. All right, do we need to take a break? Already? I'm so excited. Okay. All right. We'll take a break and be right back. Okay. You know what I hate more than anything? Anything in the world. Take one guess. Oh. uh, I hate (laughs) wasting wine. Oh. If we're we sure out, are good at it, though. <laughs> if, we, if we're going out to dinner and I bring red and you bring white, and we bring a bottle each and then we bring it home, whatever we didn't finish. And then we have, like the next day I have to dump out whatever we didn't finish. I, I hate pouring out wine. Well, now you do not have to pour out wine that you have not drank because ready. I, I, I'm ready. Usual wines. Not only do they give you single serve wine that you can bring to a restaurant or uh, just have in the home. cutest bottle you've ever seen. Yes, not only is it the cutest bottle, but I've tried other single serve wines. This one is so much better because it, it's a six point three ounce heavy pour of wine, not just a little four ounce little thing of wine that you're going to pour into your glass and then just need another one right away. 
Well, I have I have to say, I have to admit, I have known about Usual Wines for a while and I have tried to get them to sponsor us for a while because I gave it as a gift to a few people a while back and every single one of them raved about it. And when it came, the first thing they said was, first of all, that the wine is delicious and it looks so cute. You take it out. It's for dinner or whatever, and it's just like the cutest little bottle, and you take it out, you put it on the table to your BYO place, and it's just a perfect thing to bring to dinner with you. And now that restaurants are opening back up again. By the way, BYO, there's no better restaurant than a BYO. Yeah, my favorite. Bringing your own wine? Oh my God, it's the best. Usual wines are made from world-class AVAs, that's American Viticulture Area, like in California, like Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Barbara, and are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives. The wines are low-carb and have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut, and I've had the Brut, and it is delicious. They also have a limited production Brut Rosé just for the summer. When I say no sugar, it's not what you think. But did you know that in the U.S. there are over 60 additives allowed by law to be used in winemaking? Usual doesn't use any chemical or sugar additives to enhance the flavors or stability of their wine. They are truly a clean wine brand. Check out their website right now at usualwines.com, U-S-U-A-L-W-I-N-E-S.com, and use our discount code MARRIAGE for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. That's usualwines.com. Use our promo code MARRIAGE. My eight-year-old son and I are in constant competition while playing Best Fiends. He's always checking what level I'm on or how many of those cute little characters that you collect along the way. That's one thing that's so great about this game. While there are challenging puzzles, it's a casual game that anyone can play, no matter your age. And Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events, so the game never gets old. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Right. So as we all know, things are changing. There's a new normal. That's what's being thrown out there. The new normal. So what what things that have been changing since this pandemic hit that you think you would like to continue things that you've seen that are kind of positive in our society? Right. Well, I certainly personally, I feel like it's okay. dog it's okay. is about to bark. It's okay. I feel like personally, um, First of all, I, I think that I have realized um, a sense of responsibility. I've always known what my views were um, on, you know, things like racial equality um, and and everything. But I have done it, I think, from the sidelines. Um, I think now I realize that each of us, every single one of us who feels passionately about it, has to take a more active role. I think people are realizing that. Um, it has been a really, really hard time, I think, for people with their relationships. And I hear that. And, and personally, too, I've, I think that there have been relationships in my life that have really been challenged because of this. And Well, even on Instagram. Well, Instagram, we <laughs> yeah, I mean, we lost thousands of followers. Well, we lost thousands of followers. And then you posted something. What was that clip that was like, bye, bye. Was that airplane? Yeah, no, that was um, SNL. Um, bye bye. 
the bye bye. Yeah. Yeah, with David Spade. <laughs> yeah, like see and, it, yeah. Uh, bye. Yeah, see yeah. Because uh, listen, what sometimes Don't sometimes. Need you. Yeah, because those aren't the people who are right for us anyway. But, you know, it was shocking to me when that happened, when we lost, I think over the course of, you know, a month, we maybe lost 5,000 people. And it was a little bit shocking. Like I was, when you watch those numbers just dwindle down and are thinking to myself, oh my God, this is because... I said Black Lives Matter or I said, you know, I, I went to a protest with my daughter and posted that picture or um, you, you just you, you think to yourself, it's at a moment of awakening of holy shit. There are people out there who really don't feel the same way I do. And um, that's a wake up call of, you know, you sort of live in this bubble and 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 we actually live in an area that. Um, we live in an area of people on both sides, I would say, that people, you know, I, certainly in our area, there are people who feel very differently than I do. Um, but, you know, it's it's interesting to go out there and post something on the internet and then see the ramifications of that. And that was a full-time job, keeping up with those comments and having to monitor. I mean, it was really like monitoring people coming on, making very racist statements. And somebody... Um, posted something that said a comment that said I never see anybody make any racist comments so what are you making a big deal for who's unfollowing you when nobody I'm like yeah you don't see anything because I'm literally there deleting every racist comment that comes like I spent my entire days monitoring Instagram right this is not like Free speech is for everybody when you're on Marriage Martini's Instagram account. This no, is, and know, especially if you're going to make other people feel private, uncomfortable or unsafe. Right. This is not for you to vocalize how you feel. This right. is a community of people who feel, hopefully, the way we do. Right. But so, but some people, and then you turn off comments on something and people are like, you're not letting me speak. And I'm like, you think that, okay, we have... 300,000 followers on Instagram almost. You think that there is a team of people monitoring our account. No, no, no. It's just me. Right. It's just well, me. The great thing about having freedom of speech and having your own Twitter account or your own Instagram account say whatever you want right. on your account. Yeah. You no one's going to delete you unless you're yeah. completely in they, you know, It come was after both you. an amazing time to have a platform and be able to use it for anybody who's out there and has a platform understands what I'm saying. And an exhausting time to have a platform and be able to use it. Right. It was both of those things. So you felt very empowered, empowered and lucky and also very um, uncomfortable and anxious and frustrated. Right. Yeah. So, um, but I also joined TikTok. I still don't even know. Is that just a dancing thing? Okay. I did not know TikTok either. And I know our kids are on it and um, my niece and nephews are on it and everything. And I will. I have not made a video, but I have to say, <laughs> I want to see you doing it like your well, own dance. Well, our kids won't make a video with is, me. They but, refuse. But wait, explain to me, please. Is it just you make up your own dance and you it's, post it on I, TikTok? It's anything. It's literally anything. It could be. We could make a TikTok of us just talking right now. Like it, it's there are all these songs that are famous for TikTok. I can't even explain it. But I have to say. I am loving the content on there. And my favorite thing about it is that people have, especially adults and parents, like moms and dads and everything, people have gone on there and are like, fuck it. 
I want to just have fun and be who I am and I'm going to drink and, you know, make up stupid songs and be silly with my friends. And I feel like I've been doing that for a while on Instagram, like posting pictures of myself like passed out and being like, I'm a mom and I like to have fun. And I feel like TikTok is really like, People just going out there and being like, fuck it, I just want to have a good time. Can we use TikTok as your like pass out calendar? Like, can we just post, is it a picture or does it have no, to be a video? No, no, it's a video usually. All right, I mean, so it can I'll, be a picture. I'll take video from now on when you're in your bed in your okay. classic passed out position. Okay. And then we could just post those and make right. a whole montage of that. But the content that has come out of all of this has been incredible. Well, I. One of my favorite things that has happened through this, and I'm getting a little lighter here than what you were talking about, but I, you know, I never like big crowds. I don't like being around a lot of people. So I love this whole physical distancing thing. And I really hope this continues. <laughs> like when you're in line or you're, there's less people around you. Mm-hmm. Like I want to stay six feet away from somebody when I'm in a line. Yeah. I want, you know, I don't want to have to feel obligated to go to a thing where there's 20, 30 people. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Let's let's continue physical distancing. Right. I'm a fan. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I think it's great too. I think that also <laughs> even like places like um, if Broadway ever reopens and like, you, you know, Ugh, if you sit down in Broadway... So and you're like stuffed in on top of each other. Now maybe they'll do like every fourth seat or every that would be fantastic. Well, that's the fucking problem now. Like even you know the airlines are trying to like book solid through the middle rows and every row and mm-hmm. like what's going on? All right, I didn't mean I didn't mean to bring it back down to that. But but one more negative note on the rituals here. I I listen. I wear a mask every fucking day all day i can't stand the mask i hate the mask i can't breathe i have to step like when i'm at work it's the whole time i'm wearing a mask i hate it i get it i wear it you have to do it it you know i don't want to be the spreader of this virus i want to protect me enough stds i'm sure sure i have (laughs) but I, I hate it, but you gotta fucking do it. Wear the stupid mask. It's uncomfortable. It's not violating my rights. I don't feel like I am being prosecuted in any way because I'm wearing my mask. Prosecuted. Yeah. Like per, that's per, persecuted. persecuted. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> persecuted. I'm good with the words. Uh-huh. Yeah. Persecuted. I, whatever the whatever the word is. I, I you know, look, just just if you're going out, if you're in public, Listen, women wear the right now, mask. women having babies in labor have to wear a mask. Can you imagine the breathing, like wearing a fucking mask? Uh, so I don't want to hear anybody in fucking Costco say that they're not putting on a mask while they're buying their Doritos. Right. No. No, no, no. Women are literally having to wear a mask while they give. I cannot even imagine. I, You know what? And it's been so great because, you know, in my store... Like I was just saying, I wear the mask all day. I wear it every day. I, every fourth customer, I have to step back, take it off, take a breath, and you know, breathe some. Real and your air. store is really hot. Very hot. Yeah, the, the mask makes it so much worse. And we have a sign in the door that says, "Listen, if you want to come in, you wear a mask. This is not a recommendation. You don't want to wear it, you don't come in. That's just right. what it is." And we've had zero problems. If anybody forgets it, they come in. I give them one. They happily put it on. They thank me, and that's it. It's done. Yeah, so you've thankfully, had, you've had I've had not yeah. been in any situation where it's been a problem because I've seen what's going on, like you said, in Costco and women like what, throwing tantrums on the floor and sitting there and they won't leave. You're because, taking my freedom. Yeah. yeah. Like all that shit. Yeah. yeah. All 
All right. So I want to get rid of the mask, but when we can. Yes, of That's course. It. Of course. And there's also something I wanted to elaborate on here, too. Being a retailer, being a store owner, I wasn't sure what to expect when I reopened. There's so many new restrictions. There's so much that we have to you know, think about and change the way we're doing things. Listen, if you guys have any local stores that you go to, I'm not talking about your local Target or your local Walmart, small business stores. I've had so many customers come into the store and say, I, I am so happy that you're back open. Thank you so much for coming back. I, I didn't know what I was going to do until you opened back up. All these little things that they, they just say that one time, it makes me feel so hopeful, so good, so, you know, like so encouraged. It really helps. If go into your local whatever, to shoe store or local pharmacy or local whatever, and just be like, I'm so happy you're back. That's it. That's all you have to say. It's going to make that person feel so much better knowing their community is supporting them. Because that's how I feel every day. And my, I know I, I have customers who listen to this. Hey, everybody, say hi next time that you're in the store mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm, you know, helping you out. Everybody has been, for the most part, so supportive. It, it, it's been, it's made a world of difference for us to be able, because we had no idea what things were going to be like when and if we reopened. The, hearing the words from you guys really means so much to me. And thank you for understanding. Listen, we're in different financial situations than we were before we closed. It, when you go to your local stores, if they don't have a coupon or they don't have a discount or they, if they have less staff so they're not helping you as quickly as they were before, I've heard so many times people saying, I get it. I understand. No problem. I'll wait the extra 20 minutes. Or I get it. Here's the extra $4 that you don't have the coupon for, or just because we can't afford it. We can't afford the extra help. We can't afford discounts. We can't afford, we're just trying to stay afloat. We're just trying to make sure that we can stay in business. Businesses are not trying to cheap out right now. We're really not. We're just trying to make sure that we can stay here, be here for you, be here for us, and just give a little encouragement, be a little understanding. And it's going to go so far to that business owner and that's my little spiel for that. I, I just wanted to throw that in here. I think this is the perfect episode to to let that out there. Don't don't go in there thinking, well, I saw this thing on Amazon for $5 and you're $7. So I'm going to go buy it on Amazon. Spend the $2 and fucking buy it yeah, at your local. You know, support, you know. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. that's it. I, I just wanted to throw that in here because I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say also, you know, same thing with, you know, teachers when you're going back to school. And I know a lot of districts are waiting to hear what's going to be happening. I'm anxious as anything to know what's going to be happening. And, you know, uh, for those of you who are home with kids over the summer, one thing that has been really hard about all of this has been like the layers on top of usually when we deal with something, when we deal with a tragedy, right? When you deal with, you know, someone dying in your family or um, when I dealt with, you know, my OCD, all my OCD, um, breakdowns when I when I dealt with that you have this one thing that's happening to focus on right like when I had my OCD issues I was just dealing with getting through the day and you know the grief associated with like not being able to leave my house and you know just dealing with getting through that moment when you when somebody dies you're dealing with the grief of this this is so many layers of of like 
I have a layer of guilt for the fact that my kids are sitting home watching electronics so much, eating crap food all the time, and I'm not on top of them as much as I should be. And, you know, then I have the layer of sadness of, you know, the stuff that we're losing out on and missing out on. And then I have a layer of anxiety of what's going to happen next. And uh, are the kids going to go back to school? And are things going to be able to go back to normal? And, you know, and and is my family going to be okay? I have the level of gratitude of we're healthy. I have a level, level of fear of what's going to happen. You know, like there's so many levels of anger of what's going on in the world right now. They're just, it's layer on top of layer on top of layer. Like it almost feels like just too much to bear sometimes, um, you know, and that, that is like something I think so many of us have never experienced before. So, um, you know, I get that, that there's just so many layers of it. <laughs> do you think, do you think that one day, like our kids are eight, 12 and 14 when we met before nine eleven, right? Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Do you think in, like, however many years when our kids are going to start dating and you know, meeting meeting other people and going out, they're going to be like, what do you do during, during 2020? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, is it going to be like... Like, that's uh, the convers- like the conversation starter. Maybe. What do you, what'd you right. do during 2020? Right. Right. What was your quarantine <laughs> yeah. like? I know. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's interesting now to see, like, how certain people are dealing with, you know, everybody has, I think, like a reopening plan for their family. Like people have, you know, I have certain friends who are like right now they won't step into our house, but like they're going to crowded beaches and I'm not, I'm not putting them down for, you know, I have, I know other people who will go in people's houses, but won't go to crowded beaches. Mm -hmm. Like no one really knows what the fuck the right way to do this is that we're all, we all sort of have what's comfortable, what we're comfortable with and what we're not comfortable with. And we all have to kind of be respectful of that. But, um, you know, it's just interesting to see, like I have, I, my, you know, some of our kids have friends who still, their parents are social distancing, which you have to respect. And then there are other people who are starting to have play dates, which is kind of what we're doing. And, you know, everybody is sort of at their own comfort level right now. Yeah. Too. Well, you have to respect whatever, as long as it doesn't affect anybody else except for them and their family, like mm-hmm. we respect whatever they feel. If they don't want to go to the beach, fine. If they yeah. don't, don't want to come in your house, fine. Right. Like, one right what about okay i wanted to get into our relationship a little bit oh like, well because what aspect of it? i'm i'm interested also in how other couples are feeling because you know we were quarantined together for two months like you said and during that time as much as i was really depressed about everything that was going on i loved being together and we were together all the time and the five of us were together and i had help a little bit in the house you know i had help with the kids i had help a lot of help around the house with the kids. All the help. And the, um, you know, the housework and everything. And just you and I just being together. Mm-hmm. And So, you know, pandemic aside, how do we feel about this? Just us, right? Like, not how, what are our thoughts about the pandemic and everybody else? And- well, I'm just, I, I'm just saying, and then, like, you went back to work, and now we never see each other. Right. And there's, like, this total disconnect right now. Like, we are literally, I mean... We have not had a moment alone of just like you come home from work and we're like, hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? And then you like pass out because you're so exhausted. Well, yeah, it's it's, more, it's it's even less than three back and forths of hey, how you doing? Right. Like we haven't had a romantic moment. We haven't had a moment. Of Forget going- romantic. We haven't had a moment. We haven't yeah. had like like you said, we were li- we were literally together for 24 seven for two months. Mm-hmm. And now we've. Literally not been together for twenty four. All right, I'm not gonna. When I say literally, I don't want to use that as figuratively. Wait, you're home sleeping. 
Right. So when I'm not sleeping, I am out. I am not home 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. So we've gone from two months of 24 and like together. virtually no sex. Oh, God, I know. I know. Because, because who has the energy or the time? And I know that we're not alone in that. I mean, some people are like, yeah, we have sex all the time. First of all, you can't have our schedule right now, and it's just not possible. But I just, it just is not, like I said from the beginning, the pandemic, there's nothing sexy about it, number one. Number two, I just, we, we, we have no privacy whatsoever. We have no time. We're exhausted. And we have, you know, a thousand things right now that are coming to like that we have to deal with on top of everything else. Well, no, it it went from 24 seven of being home with you and the kids to literally the the flip of that 24 Mm -hmm. seven besides sleeping, not being home. So forget about sex, forget about moments, forget about there's, there's no time for it because I, I literally, I, I get up very early. I don't know why I'm up between four and five every day. And I sit in my bed, I do work, I drink my coffee, you get up about 7 o'clock, 7.30 I'm showering, 8 o'clock I'm out the door. Mm-hmm. I get home maybe 6.30, 7 o'clock, not even, 7, 8 o'clock, and I'm tired. Yeah. We hang out on the couch for an hour, and then we, we all go up to bed, and I go mm-hmm. to sleep. So I have an hour with you guys for the last two months right. every day. So there's a huge disconnect mm-hmm. with us. And I, I, I feel it. I feel like I'm not con- I'm not connected with my family. Like I don't know you for the last two months. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that too. I, I'm very excited for normalcy to come back to look, I know I work a lot anyway, but I'm I'm ready to go back to whatever that normal was, where if it was mm-hmm. five or six days a week yeah. and I think at a least lot of time. I think a lot of couples out there are probably feeling like we do, like we just, we need some time to, I mean, no matter who you are, you're, you haven't been, I don't think away even for a night, just the two of you, maybe you have, but for the most part, I think we haven't. And that we've, so many of us, I think have probably lost that. I mean, even date nights are not even really a thing. Five months ever without just a night. Never. Oh my, I don't think we've had a month or two without a night or just the two of us. I don't um, think we've gone five months without going away for a night. Probably not. <coughs> right? Yeah, but but I think there are probably a lot of people out there feeling like it has been like a partnership, you know, it, um, which is great, or maybe not. Maybe they even feel disconnected in that way too. But it has literally been just a your your you know it's it's a divvying up of the responsibilities, but there's no sense of being a couple at all. No. No, look, I know this this doesn't relate to most people, but for, you know, for me trying to save a retail business coming back from being closed for 2 months, this is what I have to do. Most people are not going through that right now. Most right, people are at least true. able to work from home or most people, you know, are getting or have back lost to their jobs school. and that's uh, a that's really a hard whole time. another yeah. awful experience. Like that's I don't even want to complain about what I'm going through if that's your situation. Right. But you know, everybody's situation is so different. Um, yeah. And it's not even fighting. We haven't been fighting. We, we just there's just there's nothing to fight about. There's no there's right. nothing to even right right. Okay, wait. We should take one more break. Okay, and there's still a lot left. Oh, there is. I don't have a lot left, but I'm happy for you to have a lot left. Good. Okay. okay. But I mean, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right. So we talked about how the first half of 2020 has been like jam packed with crap. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> and we still have six so months to go. Happen in the first half of the I year? know. What, what are you, some of you, do you have any predictions for the second half of 2020? Well, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not not you, Danielle. I think it because you will have no idea. But if anybody else can, didn't the Mayan calendar predict the end of the world in 2020 after it was wrong in 2012? I think that I was the know. first year. Yeah. 20, so 2020, they yeah. They, finally, I think they might get it right. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's possible this year. I mean, I think a lot of people would welcome it at this point, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yep. So how, so what do you think? What's going to happen in the second half of 2020? Well, I was going to say, I think uh, before the other day, I was going to say that something crazy is going to happen. Like somebody like Justin Bieber is going to say he's running for president. And oh, then, that's hilarious because it's nothing like that would ever happen. Right. <laughs> and then like Paris Hilton now says she's running for president. No, she didn't. Yeah. Is that for real? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she's really going to follow through with it, but she put a thing on Twitter. Is that she said, still around? Paris Hilton for president. I mean, she's... Does she still have that dog or... I don't know. She's still got a ton of money. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and Kanye West now says he's running oh for boy. president, which is a whole Don't get into thing. the Elon Musk thing about that, please. Oh, and Elon Musk is supporting I him. <laughs> there you go. They're, no, they're Maybe he'll friends. be his VP. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll go for that if he's the... Okay, uh, I don't want to hear it. No, I won't. Um, yeah, I, nothing could shock me. I mean, I, I literally like, you know, you see in the news now, there was a thing a couple months ago that, you know, there was a un- unidentified flying object that it, NASA or something saw and like didn't even make the news because it wasn't even that crazy or, you know, a meteor. Well, yeah, that was the Navy pilot who showed proof of UFOs, UFOs mean, not meaning alien, UFOs meaning not knowing what it is. And everybody and, was like, yeah, oh, it, oh, okay. Right, and it was just That's like, fine. oh, yeah. No big deal. Are you kidding? Give me more information. I right. want to know more no, about this. Because aliens right now want a front row seat of what is happening. <laughs> so they are coming closer and closer to get a better view of how fucked up we are here on Earth. Oh, my God. So they just want to get closer. Um, yeah, there's really... Well, there's not only that, did, did anybody know this year also there was a meteorite that passed very closely by I the did. Earth this I year? I did know that, yeah. I think in the second half of 2020, there's a possibility of another one coming much closer. Do we get to pick where hitting. it hits? <laughs> doesn't matter. If it hits, it, ex- it extinction oh, whole, is worldwide. A meteorite even? It's not even a meteor, just a meteorite. Well, no, if a meteorite is a meteor once it's hit, ground is now it's called a meteorite oh really i didn't know that yeah. i just so, thought a meteorite was a smaller meteor no like, no like no, a no. meteor and a meteorite like no. that just so, sounds like a smaller meteor if a meteor is going to come hit our planet which possibly could happen in the second half of 2020 based upon what's going on apparently we'll see what happens okay yeah depends on the size of it and depends on the uh do we all have to move underground and who's going to be underground where so. our basement no, like in bunkers. And I hope not. Our basement sounds like pee from our dogs. <laughs> um, okay, and where would you like... To, oh, go ahead. Will the killer hornets come back? Murder hornets. Yes, the murder hornets. Yes. Are they going to actually come? Are we going to... I hope not. Those? I hope not. Is this 
brain-eating amoeba from Florida going to come up and get the rest of us and the rest of the country? It might. You never well, know. Well, the, the new Chinese flu. Maybe that's what's lo- wrong with Florida. <laughs> well, the new Chinese flu actually make it over here, and now we have to deal with that. Right. Who knows? Or are we actually going to have this civil war that's been debated upon for the last four years? I don't know. I don't even want to think about a civil I war. I think it's something like that. I'd is, rather have murder hornets. I, I think it's possible. All right. And I'm very concerned about this. Okay. <laughs> um, where would you like to be? Oh, so you don't be? want to talk about that? No, huh? I don't want to talk about okay. that because you and I, you've been making too many like political jokes lately and it's driving me I insane. I know, but you know what? It, it's That's that's not as much of a joke as I wish Yeah, it was. I know, but every time I talk to you, you make a joke about something like okay. you try to piss me off and I'm done with it. Where would you like to be a year from now? Um, I hope that we're still living in America. I hope that it's it's still exists and mm-hmm. that we're all still here. <laughs> no, I, you know, living in a year from now, I hope things are more normalized. I hope that we are back to our quote normal. Like no mask wearing. No, back to what, the way things were a year ago from today. You mean like as far, I mean, in some ways I don't want to go back, but in some ways you mean like as far as we don't have to worry about social distancing, you mean like from a medical perspective. Oh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would like to, I would like to see my family again. Right. <laughs> I would like to be part of this family again. Right. Like I want to be able to hug, you know, our son, our, our youngest son has, you don't know this, but he's been coming to me. It's been five months since he hugged his grandparents, any right. of them. And he comes to me sometimes and he'll be like, I just want to hug my grandparents. Aww. And he just, you know, he's like, can't even, you know, he can't, he can't, he can't. His grandmother will be sitting 10 feet from her and he can't hug her. Well, even yesterday we had some of our closest friends come over and, you know, we did it like a handshake. And it was the first time I shook a guy's hand in four months, right. five months. Right. I, and, I you, and you have that. to ask somebody asked, if you yeah. can hug somebody. Or I was shake like, wait, hand. are we shaking hands again? Is that cool? Like, is it right. good? Are we okay? And like, I missed that. I missed the connection. I missed like, I missed the bro hug. I missed like the <laughs> guy, you know, I missed that. You yeah. know, like I want to see my closest friends. And I want right. to hug them. I want to like. Imagine a year ago seeing a video of what we look like right now when like my parents walked in yesterday with masks on, you know, in our, in our backyard. And like, imagine a year ago seeing that without any context, right? what that would have been like. And it's so crazy because a year ago you would watch videos and see, or the news and see people in China doing this. Like they've been wearing masks since the bird flu of whatever year that was. And they wear masks there. I, re- I was just reading about this. They re- they wear masks there out of respect for other people. Well, that's the whole point of wearing a mask. I understand, but I always thought that they were wearing masks. Like when they would, when I would get on a plane, I would always be like, "What do you think I'm going to like give you something?" But no, it turns out that they have learned that to wear a mask that they don't give anything Correct. to anybody out else out of their, respect. Yeah. But I I never thought that before. But that wasn't the way I, I viewed it. But that's the strangest thing about this is. We always think this is for other countries. The, the, other countries have these issues. Other countries have these problems. And now all of a sudden we're f- forced with these issues. And now we have to like. And we're the worst one now. We're the, not only are we the worst, but we we can't cope with the fact that we're the ones wearing the masks. We're the ones with the, mm-hmm. the you know, va- you know, looking for vaccines. We're the ones who have these diseases. Like that's not America. That's not what we're used to. Yeah, well, we're yeah, well we're, well, we're proving that we don't. We think that we shouldn't have to is the problem, and that's why we're not able to get past this because we need to. I want to get my uh, 
one of my closest friends on here who he um talking about like the Roman Empire you know who I'm talking George. about yeah George I, I, because I, I they were the dominant empire of the world they were you know the most successful the most prominent the most but everything and then all of a sudden they just fell off a cliff and died out I want to know I want to see all the correlations about how do we compare to the Roman Empire how do we are we next are we gonna just why because they had so much like hubris I don't I don't, I don't know what happened that I mean that they were just so arrogant and I that, don't know. I don't right. I don't know the specifics. I just know at one point the right. Romans were conquering the world and then just fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. Is that what's happening to us? Well, a lot of people think, you know, a little bit next? like here we are. We 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 were um founded on stolen lands and raped and pillaged and all this stuff. It's fucking karma. A lot of people will say. Like how long, you know, at some point it's it, you're going to feel the effects of what you've done. And okay. I, I mean, I, I understand what I'm you're saying. just saying that that is part of it, that people will say, you know, that if you, you listen, if you found your entire nation on, uh, you know, on a, uh, on stolen land and, you know, kick people off of like at some point, you're going to feel the effects of everything that you have done. Okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not so into that. I get what you're saying. Into that? It's yeah, not like a fad. Well, no, it's like... It's uh, not don't, like a style. It's, it's like don't take the sacred bones out of the ground or else you're going to be cursed for life. Like, I'm not into that kind no, of... No, we literally... It's not a I myth. Know, we literally took I, the land from people. I know. All right, so we, we took the land from people, which is fucking awful and disgusting, all that stuff. I don't think this is happening 200 years later because we did. Well, that. no, what they're saying is that you have, you're obviously embedded in your culture is this extreme arrogance and this extreme, we are the best and we deserve more than other places. And then you get the figuring out that, no, you're just as human as anybody else, right. but not able to come down to the level where you need to do what you need to do in order to, you know, take care of other people and so it doesn't happen because you feel like you're so elitist that you shouldn't have to do what all these other countries have to do and okay. you shouldn't have to i i like that oh i'm down with that okay cool yeah i'm so glad <laughs> we can have sex now <laughs> no we can't <laughs> oh right no you're we bleeding. can't right i know yeah and flow is timing. in town or you're bleeding or whatever the Aunt Flo, is, yeah. lovely that whatever. is so nice you always have you always have she's she comes twice a month would you like me to prove it to you? I'm not lying. I legitimately have it really badly. I am not lying. That is one thing, man. 2020, are, the women, we should not be, have, periods should be on pause. That happens in a few years for you. We, sh <laughs> we should not have to deal with our periods on top of everything else. Right. It should be like a gift. And husbands should not have to deal with periods of their wives right, in 2020. You. I hate you. <laughs> um... Anything else? No, I'm good. I got it. I got it all out. I feel like I got, got most it of it out. out. Okay. Yeah. There's still some like sitting in the basement, but I'm not going to let it out on here. So. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. What basement? Who well, are you talking you know, about? Lost, what do you need to let you, go? You do too. What? No, listen. Oh, what? You want to fight it out politically? <laughs> no, no, no. I, no. I agree with you politically, okay, but good. I don't want to fight it out with people who are listening oh. and I have so many more. Oh, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All Let's right. leave it at that. Okay. Good? Uh, yeah, good. We're going to, you know, we're going to get back to some, you know, hopefully regular 
marital episodes. <laughs> I think this was a little intense, but I'm okay with that. Okay. You? Yeah, listen, it's how do you talk right now? How do you focus like, you know, to do an episode on like pet peeves or right. it just doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, like, oh my God, Danielle doesn't do the laundry or the dishes. Like, does anybody care about that right now? Really? I haven't done the laundry <laughs> and the dishes. I will fuck you up. <laughs> you have some kind of death wish. Yeah. No, 2020 not. will be your last year, bitch. That's uh, true. Yeah. I yeah. have been I holding down the fort. Yes, you have. A, lo- a load of laundry every three days and the dishes every two days is very good. <laughs> It's not funny. Pet peeves part three. It's coming literally soon. not funny. None of your children, all your children have eaten. Granted, it's DoorDash and mostly fast food, but they have. All right. All right, guys. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't mean that to you guys. I right. meant that to him. Exactly. All right. We love you. All Thank right, love you, you again for everything. Oh, rate and yes. review, please. Please, please. If you're enjoying this, rate and review. Um, if you're not. We lose people. Don't rate and review. On this one. Why do you think so? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Why? For what? Like your Instagram thing. Like you lost no, people for, what? for your that, views. No, what? That is completely different. And our listeners, I think, are completely different. Or they know that we, if we have differing views, you know, it's just a part of the the environment. I have a question. Oh, boy. What's yes, the, I work out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking. My question, does it hurt? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, when I fell from heaven. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's the one thing you guys are looking forward to? Let's say like tomorrow, the virus is gone. What are you going to do tomorrow? Go on a trip. Really? Yeah, get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> okay. I'm out. I was th- kind of asking everybody listening, but mm. thank no, you for your... I would assume they'll say that. I will I will speak on their behalf. Go on a fucking vacation. I just want to go out to dinner. Oh, well, that works. Yeah. I would do that. I really just want to go out to dinner. Yeah, I would do that. Like with like, <laughs> but like two, like two I have close heard, friends. I have heard that some of our restaurants in our area, I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to say which, are packing people in like sardines. Yeah, I've heard. I said- if, Outdoor. We're still outdoor seating. I said if tomorrow the virus is gone mm-hmm. oh. and things are whatever. Right. Where, what are you going to do? No, I, you I go choose. out to dinner, I'll go on vacation. <laughs> you can go out with two friends. I'm going to go on vacation with right. a few friends, and I will text you daily. Just bring the kids. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 